Hello and welcome to The Softer Side. I'm your life transitions coach, Shelley Carney. Let's design your life. Shelley Carney and Toby Eunice bring you The Softer Side, life transitions and relationship coaching. Join the live chat on YouTube every Wednesday and Friday at thesofterside.live. Today's topic is awareness, the first step to change. Thank you. And <laughs> sorry, Toby seems to need some changing going on over here. So, uh, what I'm doing is presenting a life by design program. And the first step in the program, the first week of the program, is about awareness being conscious of what's going on in your life, what it is that you like about it, what you don't like about it, and just kind of differentiating the two. And then understanding that everything that you have going on in your life is your choice. So uh, let's get into that. So first, we're going to talk about why do we need to be aware? Why do we need that consciousness of what's going on in our lives? Um, So what do you think? Why do we need to be aware of what's going on? Why do we need that consciousness? Um, you need to have a, a kind of a realistic view, uh, be conscious of where you are at any given point in time in your life so that you can continue to move forward because it is that point in time. So the, the present is a millisecond long. Mm-hmm. Then it's the past. Mm-hmm. And what we have ahead of us predictably or unpredictably, I suppose, is our future. Mm-hmm. And everything that you think about in this millisecond affects what happens in your future. So if you're not conscious of where you are in this millisecond, uh, then it's difficult to make decisions about things that will have an impact on your future. And if you're not making decisions, then you're allowing, uh, I don't know, you can call it fate, I suppose, to take over and make your future for you. Live by default rather than design. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's, that's, a very, that's a very dangerous place to be. Uh, that's, uh, that uh, is uh, a very risky place to be. And you know what I say about risk. Take risk, you're going to fail 50% of the time. Well, what you don't want to fail with is your life. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, because uh, because if you're operating by default, if you're running your life allowing the the, the universe to run your life by default, uh, you don't you're never going to feel like you're making progress mm-hmm. because progress is made when you make the decisions that make that progress. That's right, and we are what we repeatedly do. So excellence is not an act but a habit, and so is uh, the opposite of excellence or having a poor, sad, victim-y life is also what you repeatedly do. So it's a choice that you can make. Uh, Why we need an awareness of what's going on in our lives and in our minds is so that we can see our situation objectively. And when we see our situation objectively, we can then analyze our results. Am I getting the results that I desire? And if not, what can I change? Then we can decide if we want something different. You know, am I happy with this relationship? Yes or no. If no, what do I need to change to make it better? Uh, 
understand our choices. We want to know what's available to me. You know, I need to know I'm not stuck where I'm at. If I don't like it, I have the choice to make some changes and create a new life. And that way we can make our lives the best they can possibly be. But first we have to be aware. What are some possible ways that we can become aware? Well, we can talk with a supportive friend or a coach because when we talk, we get all that mishmash of ideas out of our head and we can begin to see it and make sense of it. Uh, we need to be open to feedback. So if a friend or a spouse or a coach or somebody tells us, here's what I'm seeing that you're doing, here's the the result that you're getting, are you happy with that? Perhaps you want to rethink what you're doing or uh, what you're thinking, uh, some of your belief systems. They might bring you a new perspective. So if you are open to that and listening and taking that opportunity to perhaps uh, change your perspective, change your thoughts, then you can change your life. Observe your results and trace those back to your thoughts. Uh, this is how we can become aware. Well, that's not what I wanted to have happen. And I can look at that, what did happen and say, why did it happen? Trace it back to what I was thinking that made it happen. So uh, this is a really awesome way to become aware that our thoughts lead to our results. And another thing we can do is a thought download. If we have a bunch of thoughts going on in our mind and we don't know what to latch on to, we can write everything down and circle the most important or the most positive thoughts and practice those instead. Uh, some of the mistakes that we might come in, come across when we are beginning to become aware, uh, say we come up against an idea that suddenly we're like, I didn't realize I was thinking that. I thought that was a circumstance, but it's not a circumstance. It's my opinion and it's my perspective and, and I should change that right now. Uh, instead of un understanding why you have that perspective, maybe you got that as you were growing up, you were guided in that direction or maybe something happened to you along the way that made you think that way. It's best if you can just take the time and give yourself that space to look at, why was I thinking that? Why am I in this place at this time? What's going on? And then once you have that understanding of what your default setting has been, then you can begin to change it. Uh, we also might engage in negative self-talk, uh, put ourselves down. Oh, I should not have done that. Oh, that was really dumb. And it led to all kinds of bad things. Just accept it. Realize you're human, just like everybody else. We all make mistakes. The most important thing is that we realize it now and we can analyze what, what brought that on. So then what's the next step? Acceptance. We want to take responsibility for our results. If there's something going on in our lives. We have to look at it and say, how did I make that happen? How did I contribute to that? What is my responsibility in this situation? What did I do? What could I do different if I don't like what that result is? 
Then make sure you have some compassion for yourself and allow yourself to make those mistakes, knowing that, oh, it's okay. Everybody makes mistakes. The important part is that we learn from them. Make sure you're feeling your emotions. Observe how you feel when you think certain thoughts so you can understand that process. That's what I just talked about. You don't want to immediately just, oh, I just got to change it really quickly. Uh, You have to examine why you were there in the first place and what got you there, because otherwise you may just end up right back there again. Um, So feel your emotions. What's going on? You know, just want to analyze that. Something that um, one of the one of the uh, things that we study in my coaching group is how to stop buffering. What is buffering? Buffering is hiding from your feelings, hiding from your emotions by either overeating, over drinking, overspending. It could be anything. You could be going to the gym all the time instead of working on your business, or you could be, uh, you know, uh, I just got to go do this thing, or I got to go clean the house. I can't be working on this, or I can't be thinking about this. I can't be feeling that. I'm going to buffer. I'm going to hide from my feelings. It's important that we in, live in our feelings and begin to understand our feelings. What does it feel like? How do I feel in my body when I'm having this emotion? Did you want to address that? I have a question. Oh, okay. So, um, I, and I need your opinion on this matter. Mm-hmm. So I've always told my children that um, the worst thing in life you can be is a persistent victim. Yes. That that who you are is the result of three things. Your uh, genetics, mm-hmm. your, the evolution of your genetics, your environment, and your decisions. What's wrong with that? What do you mean what's wrong with it? Is, it? is that wrong? Is it wrong to say that I am who I am as a result of genetics, environment, and decisions? No, of course not. Okay, just want to make sure. I didn't... <laughs> Didn't want to be giving him a bad advice. Did you? Did you feel like I was negating? Well, your no, there was a couple. No, no. Uh, I, you know, you made that point about. You know how you and I feel the same way about that victim mentality, right? That you've you've got to take control, and that you can't allow yourself to be a victim because that's a conscious decision that you make. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you said something um, in that that made me consider. Well, well, wait a minute. It, is it all decisions? Right? Is it all present? plus decisions that affect your future, you have to consider that, you know, for example, uh, if you're born with, um, I don't know, if, if you're genetic, if you're born with a genetics that causes a disease that you have to deal with the rest of your life, um, you know, that, that has an impact. If you're mm-hmm. an environment, you can change, change the environment, you can get out of the environment, but if you're an environment that's not going to promote the idea that you're your future has great potential, et cetera, et cetera. That affects you as well. Mm-hmm. But you always have the opportunity, and you can change that by yes. making those decisions. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah. But it's not just the decision, because that's the thought, right? I'm yeah. going to yeah. change. Then you have a feeling about that thought. Right. That feeling promotes an action. That action causes a result. So I'm just taking what you've said, and I'm breaking it down into smaller pieces. All right. By the way, did you ever print that form? That do you know that process that you did, just it's, it's it's in I sent it to you. <laughs> it's oh, you in did? Google Docs. Yeah, we need to share that with the folks. I put it in eSofterSide.com. Oh, all right. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Yes, it's there. <laughs> 
when I'm, you become... Hmm? I'm going to be making an adjustment to your audio, so ignore okay. me for just a moment. When you become aware of your thoughts and feelings, you become the watcher, right? You can take a step back. And when you do that, you get to observe your life. You take a step out of it and observe it. It's like... Uh, you know, pulling yourself out of your body and you're watching what's going on, right? You become the observer or the watcher. And when you can do that, it's so much easier to separate facts from opinions. And that's important to do because you have no control over facts, but you have complete control over opinions. Uh, then you can also reduce the intensity of your feelings because you're not right in the center of the drama. Instead, you're watching it up on a stage and you're in the audience. So you're not living the drama. You're just watching it and seeing if it's something that you want to participate in or not. And then you also create space to provide objectivity and compassion for yourself. That's, that's what we've been talking about, taking that step back, becoming more objective, being able to separate fact from opinion, and having compassion for yourself. Hey, everyone makes mistakes. The important thing is to learn from them. Once you're ready for change, you become ready to change after you've fully owned taken responsibility for and understood that you have complete control over your thoughts, your feelings, and your results. Let's say that again. You can begin to change when you take responsibility and accept that you have complete control over your thoughts, your feelings, and your results. So you could say, somebody hurt my feelings. No, I'm sorry. They didn't hurt your feelings. They did a thing you thought a thought, and you hurt your own feelings. That's the responsibility that we have to take. No, I'm not going to cut your finger off. <laughs> you, have to ch you have the power to choose your thoughts and feelings. Changing your thoughts requires awareness, acceptance, and willingness to work at it. Your mind will want to jump to default under stress. I talked about this with my coach earlier this week. When I am under stress, or if I'm with other people and I just don't want to spend the energy, I'll just go with the flow. Instead of saying, no, I don't want to have a drink, or, you know, I'll just have water, or uh, I don't want any dessert, thank you. It's just easier to say, sure, whatever, okay, and have it, even though it doesn't coincide with my goals for losing weight and being healthy. Uh, if there's a money issue, I've been working on this a lot too, you know, that I'm cool with money and money is easy and, and, you know, I can make money and, and it's there and it's okay. And I don't have stress about it, but the minute we get an unexpected bill, I go back to my default. Oh my God, how are we going to pay this? There, you know, there's never enough money and there's always bills, blah, blah, blah. And of course, my husband has to talk me down. So we have to watch that our stress will induce our default mode. We have to observe that say, oh, look at that. I went back into default. What should I do now? Well, I should recognize that that is my default and work to change it by practicing new thoughts. So becoming aware through the daily use of thought models can help us to see 
what we're thinking and what uh, results our thinking will cause. How do we do that? Well, we can do these thought models every day. You know, if you have a a problem going on in your life, it could be anything. Um, You know, I want to quit smoking or maybe um, I have to go buy groceries today and I don't want to. Whatever it is, it could be anything. Write it down. Make sure in your circumstance, it's only facts and your thoughts are your opinions about those facts. Your feelings are the is what is caused by those thoughts. Uh, then you take action based on that and you have a result. So let's go through a little example together. Tell me a small problem that is going on in your life right now. Uh, I'm... Uh- I'm having a hard time catching up on work okay, because of the vacation. Absolutely. And so am I, and I get that. So uh, what would we say to make it factual? Uh, how many videos have you put out in the past? And how many videos did you expect to put out this week? And how many videos have you put out this week? Well, there's, so I've got four or five different little sub-projects that, that have put me behind. So, uh, number one, I'm already behind on the INR videos, right? Mm-hmm. I was behind when we left. So now I'm two weeks. So give me a, a no. number on that. Uh, at the moment, I feel like I'm three videos behind the curve. Okay. Why do you feel that way, that you're behind? Because I had committed in order to grow that channel to putting up one video a week, and I've missed the last, including okay. this week. Okay, so here's your this circumstance. Itself, it's I a, committed it's a yeah. uh, to I, one video a week. I missed two, three. three videos. Counting this week. So that would be your circumstance line. I committed to one video a week. I missed three videos. Roger. That's your circumstance line. And then the thought you're having about that is? Um, I just want to go to my bedroom and cry. Okay, that's a f- probably more of a <laughs> feeling or an action. But the thought uh, you're thought having about, about that is, is I'm behind. Uh, I'm, I'm behind, and how can I uh, grow this channel if I can't keep the commitments I made to uh, the number of videos necessary to make this channel grow? Okay, so that's, a, that's several thoughts, yeah. but we're going to work on the I'm behind. Okay. When you think... I'm behind. How do you feel? Uh, So, uh, I feel like I need to put more effort into things, you know. I start paying the price of uh, losing sleep or, um, you know, staying on my feet longer than I should, et cetera, et cetera. So, uh, it makes me feel... That's a good question. Nobody's ever asked me that question. How does it make me feel? Do you feel overwhelmed? Do you feel uh, frustrated? Is there a a word that we can fit in the emotion slot here that I'm behind makes you feel? So what what is that feeling? What is the feeling that you feel... When you've made a promise and you haven't kept it, what's that? It could be uh, shame or regret. Ooh, shame. That's a strong word. Mm-hmm. 
It's shame so, is so, a huge contributor to buffering. Yeah. So, um, uh, so let's use shame. Okay. I'm ashamed of myself. Okay. I made a promise, didn't keep it. Um, can't blame anybody. Right. Right. So I feel a little bit ashamed of myself. Okay. So the thought I'm behind causes you to feel shame because you didn't meet your obligation. And then what is your action from shame? What is that motivating in you? So uh, what I'm discovering is that um, going back to the fact that, that, that I lost track of things once we went on vacation, right? And and it was and it was uh, it was uh, impacted by the fact that I was having difficulty with my that I had injured my knee. Um, so what what what's the question again? Ask the question. What action is motivated by shame for you? So if it was a if it was if it was part of a personal relationship, my the, what I would want to do is apologize and work out a solution, right? Um, but it's not personal. It's a YouTube channel, right? It, it's a YouTube channel, and so there's no way really to apologize to say, "Hey guys, I promised three video, you know, a video a week. Been on vacation, messed that up." So, um, so the only action you can take is kind of get to the point, uh, and this is my problem, right? The problem is I need to get back to the point where I left off. And because mm -hmm. of all the other things that are going on, uh, I can't get back. I haven't been able to get back to that point. Okay. So that at that point, it's frustration. That's a, Okay, so that's a different thought model. Oh, okay. Sorry. Frustration and uh, I can fix this. Is your thought, I need to fix this? Is your thought, frustration mm -hmm. is, your, is your feeling? Yeah. But over here, we have, I didn't do what I said I was going to do, and shame, mm -hmm. which causes buffering. Mm -hmm. The buffering that you're choosing is maybe spending time on YouTube watching other videos, or is it uh, cleaning house, washing your truck, uh, anything but working on a video? What is... What is being the buffering? Yeah, but see, so so the problem with that that concept of buffering. Yes, I am buffering, mm -hmm. but uh, but it, but there's the complexity of my daughter arriving sure. tonight. The making sure the and house that's, is clean. That's life, and, right? And, yeah, right. So life there's is always kind of, other things that we can say. Oh, but this is more important. Life is, and yet you still have that little hamster running around the wheel. I didn't do it. I didn't yeah, do it. I didn't yeah. do it. So, so life is getting in the way, and and then the additional problem is like you know you started by saying one project. I've got, <laughs> uh, you know, six hundred photos that I have to edit from from our trip. Mm -hmm. Got to prepare for tonight's show. Okay, sounds know. like overwhelm. Yeah, overwhelm is good. Good. Uh, so your result is, did anything get done? No. No, I mean I got, I I, I did partials on everything. I did partials right. scattered. Yeah, I'm the same way. Right, I do the same thing. Scattered, right. scattered bits. I right. get it. I can I can show photo. I can show a small photo set tonight on tonight's show. Absolutely. But there's still three folders worth of photos that haven't been edited. Mm -hmm. Three folders worth, two fold, one folder worth of videos that have to be, uh, 
made into outros, you know, mm -hmm. et cetera, et cetera. A car, mm -hmm. a car sitting out in the garage, a project sitting out in the garage that I'm doing a l little bit at a time, you know. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it, right now it's just kind of scattered stuff. Okay, so you have an awareness of it. Yeah. Uh, do you have compassion for yourself? Are you saying, uh, I probably just bit off more than I can chew. I'm going to learn a lesson from this and not promise so much in the future. Or is it, boy, that was, you know, I'm really, I'm really behind and, and this is horrible and, and I'm a rotten person. <laughs> no, it's never that. No, no, I'm not, I don't have that thing because I'm not impacting anybody but myself. I mean, if it, if it was, if it was, you know, I was hurting you or Kevin or one of my children in this process, then it would be a more personal thing. Right now, it's the frustration of, of not, you know, it's a, it's uh, uh, the self-accomplishment, right? You you set standards for yourself. And I feel like right now I'm not achieving those standards. Mm -hmm. And I could have put things in place beforehand. The, the things that I put in place beforehand almost ensured that I wouldn't meet my own standards. Okay. Right. Instead of saying, I'm taking a two-week-long vacation, this is the last project you will see until such and such. Uh, instead of saying, it's going to take me a week to edit 600 photos, you'll see them next week. I, I, I pushed the issue forward and made it more difficult for me to succeed, right? To, it, instead of saying, oh, wait, you're going to be... the You know... I the this is the vacation we just took is the longest vacation that I've taken since I used to vacation with my children. Mm -hmm. You know, that was a long vacation from nine days away from my life uh, is a long time, uh, and a lot of things fell behind when I when I should have realized. What I'll know the next time is well, you you know two, a month and a half out when you know it's going to be nine days, and we we'd known this for months, yep. right? Mm -hmm. And right up until the day we were, the night before we were leaving, I was going, well, let me do this last project, you know, I'll pack later in the evening. So uh, there is a valuable lesson to be learned about it. And in that if I'm going to be taking off that length of time, then I have to, uh, I have to make adjustments mm -hmm. to my schedule in order to accommodate the changes that I'm going to experience as a result. So, uh, Did I answer your question? I don't th think I'm Yeah, answering. so what I think we're looking at for you is a time management uh, lesson, right? Mm -hmm. That now you understand you need to think ahead a month when you have something come up that's going to interrupt your schedule mm -hmm. severely uh, and plan for it in a time management way. And I think you're right. I mean, because one of the one of the lessons I learned from uh, this trip is that when the three of us go together like this, we come home with a ton of photos. <laughs> yeah. And there's a lot of duplicates. There's a yeah. lot of replicates, mm -hmm. you know, and instead of saying, well, I'll have those ready day after tomorrow, the day after we get back, the, uh, the next time I'm going to say, it's going to take me two weeks to get all of that done <laughs> and make it. You know, good because enough. of all the other things you right. have going on. Exactly. exactly. So uh, the, the the there is a lesson to be learned from here, and the, mm -hmm. and I think you're right. It's a time management in the light of you know uh, a a, uh, a a interruption, and I don't mean that in a negative way. Right. I have a pretty normal schedule for a retired guy that lives the life that I do. 
So when I take two weeks out of that schedule, and, and not, it's a, not actually two, nine days, right? When I take nine days out of that schedule and don't make any adjustments, mm-hmm. you know, to my normal schedule, I'm going to pay a price, and that's the price that I'm paying now. Right, right. And I, I feel it as well because I went away to my mom's for a long weekend and then came back for a few days and then went on vacation. Mm-hmm. So I feel the same thing. And plus, you know, you went on vacation and now your daughter's coming to visit. Mm-hmm. So it's, it turns out to be quite so a it's lot getting, yeah, it's... of uh, disruption to your normal schedule. Uh, so both of us need to be more flexible, uh, a little bit more thinking ahead about time management and, and how to take it all into account. And then when we schedule something, we need to make sure that we do the thing we scheduled mm-hmm. when we scheduled it. And that we only give it the amount of time that we have scheduled for it, rather than saying, well, it took longer than I had planned on. So I think those are some things that we can learn together (laughs) from our uh, experience. Well, it was funny because uh, when I was in my shower earlier before we, uh, we started the show, I was thinking to myself... Maybe if I could convince Toby that she's tired and could go to bed early, then I can go out to the garage and finish the project, you know, mm-hmm. working it out in my and head. And again, you have to have your instead priorities. Of, What's inst- my priority? Right. My instead daughter only saying, visits once a, you know, a year or every two years. So that's the priority. Everything else is whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I think your priorities are. I'm just guessing. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. That's really good. Absolutely. Yeah. So let's move forward. All right. So here are my recommendations. For awareness, the first step to change, become aware of changes that you want to make. Take a look at your life, see your results, figure out, are you happy with those results? Use your thought models daily. You know, your circumstances, your thoughts about those circumstances, the feelings you have that are brought on by those thoughts, the actions that you take, and the results that you're getting. Observe your results. Uh... Every time you have something that is a result, either it's something you're happy with or something you're not happy with, uh, you want to evaluate what went went on here and and how can it be different the next time? How can I make it better in the future? Allow your feelings. If you feel shame, don't buffer. Just feel it. Allow it. Label it. Notice it. Name it. And feel it in your body and then let it go as you move forward instead of buffering. Line here. So based on what you know about me, oh. um, what do I do to buffer? What do you do to buffer? Based on what you know about me. What's my buffering thing? A lot of YouTube mm-hmm. videos. Um, sometimes eating and drinking, sometimes, uh, cleaning either your house or your car or, or just doing things, you know, around the house to avoid feeling things. Um, mostly you just, you just meet things head on or you do, uh, what I would recommend to everybody is you call me or you call somebody and you talk about it. I'm feeling this. I don't know what to do about it, you know, and then that just gets those words out of your head so you can start to hear them and examine them and somebody else can give you some feedback on it and you can come to a solution more quickly rather than buffering. Uh, My buffering 
is usually watching TV, Netflix or HBO or something uh, instead of, you know, doing the work that I am avoiding. <laughs> Whatever work it is that I don't want to do, I'm going to go watch TV instead. You know, that whole cleaning thing is like mowing lawn, cleaning, washing truck, those kinds of things. That really is a form. Like I did it today. Mm-hmm. Like there were, there's a project in the garage waiting to be finished. And I went and washed my truck. Like, and my excuse was I got to pick up my daughter at the airport. Mm-hmm. Buffering. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Avoiding the it's problem. It's good to know your buffering so that when you start doing it, you can ask yourself, does this really need to be done right now? Or am I avoiding something else? On the other hand, my truck looks... It does. It looks new. So shiny. (laughs) All right. Thank you all so much for being here today for all your great questions, comments, and your kind attention. And uh, once again, if you're interested in being a part of Life by Design, the beta testing program, that link is in the description box below. Just click on that, fill out the information, and you'll get started right now. Uh, So... Don't buffer. Do it today. (laughs) (laughs) I like that show. That was a cute laugh. Like, don't buffer. Don't buffer. Do it today. (laughs) Okay. Anyway. At least it wasn't one of those wicked laughs. You know. It was more of a laughing at myself as I'm observing what's going on. Right. Ha ha, she's selling stuff. Ha ha ha. (laughs) She's trying. Okay. So anyway, yeah. We're glad you were here and we had a good time and we will see you again on Friday or if you're part of our Gypsy's Kiss crew, we will see you this evening at seven o'clock. And uh, for this after site, I am your life transitions coach, Shelly Carney. Thank you for listening to The Softer Side with Shelly Carney and Toby Eunice. Please write to us with questions or ideas for future shows at thesofterside.info at gmail.com and visit the free member vault for more great tips and ideas at esofterside.com.